Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, Kathy, uh, good morning. Uh, good morning. We're here in the uh, second week of December uh, working on this uh, aspect of overcoming uh, f- uh, worry, fear, and anxiety. And uh, it's mm-hmm. a com- common uh, problem uh, for everybody. And uh, we've been talking about uh, the aspect of uh, jump-starting the process with uh, a sacred assembly. And a sacred assembly is really uh, just gathering more than yourself. <laughs> Uh, right. in, into the process. So it can be a spouse, uh, can be your family, uh, could be your inner circle, small group. Um, and uh, I think you had made a comment uh, actually several sessions ago is uh, by itself, <clears throat> that takes humility. Yes, uh, that, absolutely. Um, the Christian world kind of operates a little bit with we should be mm-hmm. appearing that everything's good right but inside we're you know we're, we're stressful we're worried we're anxious uh, mm-hmm. but we don't we think that that's a sign of weakness mm-hmm. if we share that so um, when people say how you doing yeah i'm doing fine uh, right or when you're in small group what do you want us to pray for well uh, pray for these uh, lofty things. Right. Keep it, it pretty surface level. Uh, but it's yeah. never. It's never about. You know, I'm really. I'm really struggling with this thing. I'm really. Mm-hmm. I'm really worried about this. This really happened to me, and I don't know what to do with, about it. Um, uh, so, it does take humility to realize that the way God built the body mm-hmm. of Christ, which starts with a couple, uh, can start with friends. Uh, why small group is so critical, uh, and by yeah, the way, the first, absolutely. the early church, that's where how they functioned. They were they were mm-hmm. they were house churches. Uh, mm-hmm. They by definition met in small groups. China, by the way, is a great example of that right now. Right, they're not allowed by law to operate in big groups. So right. they they only operate in house churches, and by definition, they're small. And they've learned to uh, share. The truth of things that are that are bothering them and anxious. Right. And by the way, it's a universal issue. It's not a malady of the of Americans, but it's it's a worldwide deal because every person has this thought of, "Hey, this isn't working out too well. I need to have it resolved." Mm-hmm. Uh, well, he said the body is intended to help each other, mm-hmm. uh, not not to give us uh, their human answers, but rather to have us come together to seek God and His answers. And then right. confirm those answers so that um, uh, we do that. And that's why we can call a sacred assembly like you were talking about uh, the last couple of days of these parents that can actually call a sacred assembly for mm-hmm. their son. Or I can I can help a couple by calling a sacred mm-hmm. assembly with them. Um, they, they don't really know much about that yet, but um, I do. So I can facilitate that, uh, not for me to give them an answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, or not for those parents to give that, that boy an answer, but rather 
let us process the purpose of, of gathering together, together with God until, yeah. until we get God's answer, knowing that we will get God's answer. And mm -hmm. because, uh, and this is why he says, you will become a repair of the breach. How does that happen? Well, my breach has been resolved. It has, mm -hmm. it has been repaired. And it's like, oh, look at that. Look at how God did that by me walking with him and not mm -hmm. staying stuck in fear, worry, and anxiety, but rather seeking his answer, he answered it, and it really happened, and it, and it was resolved. Uh, how wonderful is that? Uh, right. Now that I've experienced it, God will say, well now, uh, keep doing that, by the way, because mm -hmm. guess what? <laughs> In the world, you're gonna keep having things that cause you worry, think, right. anxiety, and fear, and so keep doing it. And then others around you are gonna be in the same place. Uh, by right. definition. And honestly, it's so encouraging for them to be able to see God resolve your issue because that, that then creates a hope that God wants to do the same for theirs. And some people maybe even be afraid to bring theirs up yet. Right. And so they watch a little on the sidelines to see what this looks like right. and, and such a beautiful opportunity, honestly, um, for us to come together in community and seek God's will and, and just build each other's faith and encouragement in the process. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I can say to somebody, usually that, that they're in this position of, I'm fearful, I'm anxious, I'm worried about something, mm -hmm. and I haven't seen a resolution, and it looks to me like it's not going to happen. Right. They get, they're kind of discouraged, uh, mm -hmm. uh, even can be depressed. Uh, and, and I come along and say, well, um, I guarantee you that God will resolve it. Mm -hmm. And of course, they, they always question that, and I've, and I've shared this on the, on the broadcast of, right. uh, you know, how can you do that? You can't do that. Who are you? You know, uh, you can't guarantee that for me. I said, yeah, I can, because that's God's promise to all of his children every right. single time, 100% of the time. Now I'm telling you up front, I don't know how that's going to happen. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know when that's going to happen. Um, and it may not look like what you want it to look like. <laughs> uh, and so the, the thing like your business, well, I want my business to succeed. Actually, he may take it to have it not succeed because he has something else for you to mm -hmm. bring resolution and restoration to you uh, or that relationship you're in that you're struggling with and you want it to work, you want it to work, you want it to work. And I'm talking about not your spouse, but uh, other people A outside, dating outside relationship of you. Or something. Yeah. Um, God said, well, it's not going to happen because they don't have a heart for that to happen. And I don't violate their free will. So mm -hmm. let me give you another way of having freedom and joy and resolution to that. And, and we deal with, and we'll actually get into this uh, later down the road here about relationships. Mm -hmm. uh, which is a big deal of that causes a lot of stress and anxiety right? because we have a lot of conflict. Right. Um, and and we boy, are, does that heighten around the holidays as oh, well. Oh, yeah. And our resolution uh, is, well, God, just make that relationship work. Mm -hmm. And God said, well, you're dealing with people's free wills. Um, so I don't force that, but I can give you resolution to that relationship. Mm -hmm. And we'll, we'll talk about that. So... Um, as we're getting into this, and uh, remember we've talked about jump-starting it, uh, gather people around you, or you be mm -hmm. the facilitator of that. And um, as you're seeking, uh, we talked about writing down what's the issue, what's the truth about the issue, now let's go seek God together. One of the things, and I usually do this, is let's, let's get uh, clear and have you receive that God absolutely will resolve this. He's, it's a promise mm. that you now can get into the depth of this. So 
uh, let's look at some of these verses that uh, uh, the first principle is to focus uh, that God is bringing answers to us. So uh, go to 2 Peter uh, 1, 2 to 4, uh, first of all. 2 Peter 2, 1 to 4. 2 Peter gra- 1, 2 to 4. <laughs> <laughs> May grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. His divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence, by which he has granted to us his precious and very great promises, so that through them you may become partakers of the divine nature, having escaped from the corruption that is in the world because of sinful desire. Okay. Well, um, you know, and again, you just look at the simple truths of it is, is, if we, if we understand something, uh, what are we going to receive? His, his uh, divine what? Mm. Nature. His divine nature. His divine nature. Uh, okay, so uh, it's the life of God himself. Mm-hmm. The nature of God himself. Christ in us, the hope of glory. Uh, Christ's nature in us. You will receive mm-hmm. it, uh, live it, have it. Okay, now... Um, and I and I, uh, I I sp- I've spent time on this, and I ask others to spend time on this, and and say, uh, is is Christ uh, worried? <laughs> mm. uh, no. Is he fearful? <laughs> no. Is he is he anxious? No. Um, see his nature, which is remember we started this whole series on. Um, let me give you my shalom. Right. He's in Shalom. See, he's in the resurrection. He's living mm-hmm. the life of Shalom. And he said, that nature, let me give that to you in the middle of you who has mm-hmm. a, a sinful nature that has to be transformed into uh, my nature. And you have trouble in the world mm-hmm. because that's the nature of the world, which we've gone through the description of that. He says, uh, I'm not taking you out of that place. I mean, that would be our request, right? Right. <laughs> but, you know, hey, just, just never let me have trouble. Uh, mm-hmm. Just take him on. You're sovereign. Just take care. No, no trouble. I don't want any trouble. Uh, I should have nothing that causes me worry, fear, and anxiety. He said, well, you're going to have it mm-hmm. because the world's been handed over to Satan, and Satan's world is wicked and full of trouble, and in the world you're going to have trouble, but I've overcome it. Mm-hmm. Uh, because why I live in Shalom. So I'm going to give you, you can trust me, I'm going to give you my divine nature. Mm. Uh, and he says, how? He says, by escaping the corruption of the world and receiving my precious promises, which is I'm going to resolve your issue. And mm. it's, not, it's not subject to the corruption of the world. Right. So, and that's why we don't get discouraged because we can look at it and in our experience in the world, um, particularly today, our view of the world would be what? Is it getting any better? No, absolutely not. <laughs> it's getting worse. It's getting tougher. It's getting more difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, the corruption of the world, and, and we would say it looks like the corruption of the world is what is what rules everything mm-hmm. and you can't get out of it we're di- we're just stuck with this mm-hmm. awful place this difficult place and i don't see anybody getting getting out of it and god says no i can help i can help you escape it 
by my promises which overrule it and give you solutions to the issues you have in the corrupt world. Mm -hmm. uh, trust me, uh, come and be with me, come spend time with me and believe that um, that's absolute because he doesn't say a few people can get my divine nature. Right. What does he say? All of us can. All of us, yeah. Uh, who have a heart to go. So that we trust that the promises, the precious promises, are the resolutions to the specific things that then puts us in a position of receiving his divine nature. And so think mm -hmm. about how beautiful this is. You got an issue and you, pro you follow this. Okay, I'm going to follow this um, and I'm going to learn to trust him. And he does it. Mm -hmm. He resolves that issue. What does that do for your heart? That adds, well, one, it delights my heart, but two, it grows my faith that he'll do it again. Yeah. Uh, so the nature of God is now entering into you. You started out mm -hmm. with worry, fear, and anxiety mm -hmm. and uh, being overwhelmed. You had it resolved. And what did that bring you? Shalom. Yeah. And begins to bring you hope for future things yeah, as well. Yeah. yeah. And, and so now, oh, um, I, I actually have shalom. Usually when we're learning that, we, mm -hmm. uh, we tend not to fully experience that until toward the end of the, re, uh, toward the resolution. Right. Because we're still wondering, is this really going to happen? Right. Uh, so we're not quite there yet, but it, it gets resolved and then, oh, you, get, mm -hmm. you have shalom. You have that, oh, that sense of, oh, thank goodness it's, it's resolved. Um, guess what? You got another one. Uh, right. You got one right after it. Um, okay, well, I just experienced that. Um, so let me, let me go through that again. Um, mm -hmm. And then you go through it again. Um, and then what happens is you start to receive shalom earlier in the process. Mm -hmm. Why? Well, because I see know and experience his precious promise right it's going to resolve it and when you know it's going to be resolved interesting enough that itself gives you the shalom right even and though truly the more you walk through that with him the sooner each time you really are able to step into the shalom side that's to right where you, once you do really begin to learn and he has grown your trust and your faith in the process then you start out you know just like you and linda when you have that list okay Let's go, God, you know, and it's immediately you're filled with peace that he's going to resolve it. We just have to come to him and right. see what he has to say. Right. Um, but that was, you know, years of practicing and walking and him growing that in you as well. That's right. So that um, your the divine nature, see, is now being placed within you mm -hmm. and it has to happen in, in reality. So it, it, the, right. it has to be that I'm being I'm escaping the corruption of the world because the divine nature is operating in me as he fulfills his precious promises. That's why he attaches it mm -hmm. to that. And the more that I experience that, the divine nature becomes more powerful in, in my life so that mm -hmm. when I have the next issue, I don't go back to my pattern of fear, worry, and anxiety. Mm. Um, I start out with, uh-oh, um, uh, I'm a little bit worried about this. I have fear about this. That's good. It's okay. But you quickly go to back to God's nature of shalom. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, Father, uh, what do you got to say about this? Um, how are you going to resolve this one? Um, how is this going to work? Uh, what, do you, what are you going to do about this one? This ought to be interesting. And 
and you shift from the problem to focus on, well, God's going to give a resolution to this because uh, I start to learn it. And I start to have right. a confidence right. in it. So uh, we trust it. Okay, let's go to Psalm uh, 51 uh, and read verses 10 through 19. This is David uh, who just is coming off a pretty, pretty significant failure. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, he... <laughs> Uh, and by the way, this is uh, it says in scripture that David was a man after God's own heart. So right. um, it didn't exempt him from failing and falling. And by the way, the reason, and this is interesting, you can go back and read this in, uh, in uh, 2 Samuel. Um, the reason that he fell was um, he stopped abiding. Mm. And he got prideful. And well, I've earned the right to not have to deal with much, including my worship of God. And mm. um, he doesn't even go to battle, which the king always went to battle. And he right. said, I'm, I'm not, I don't need to go because I've, I've earned the I'm right beyond not to go. That I'm now. beyond yeah. that. And he stopped worshiping. He stopped uh, abiding. He stopped being in the word. And um, he winds up you know, with attractive to Bathsheba, mm-hmm. uh, has a sexual relationship with, with her, uh, by the way, she gets pregnant. Uh, he, right. say, he says, uh-oh, uh, this isn't going to look good because her husband's at war. <laughs> uh, and they're going to find out it's me. So uh, bring him back mm-hmm. and uh, tell him to go have a you know, relationship with his wife, and then at least it'll look look better. Which didn't go as planned. And, and Uzziah, Uzziah <laughs> said, uh, no, I can't do that because my men are at war. I can't do that. I'm going back to war. And David said, oh, man, that, that's not good. So uh, I'm going to arrange for him to get murdered, which he did. So he murdered him. So mm-hmm. think of the severity of that. You know, um, right. uh, he's, he's uh, in a place of um, adultery. <laughs> he's in a place of murder, yeah. literally murder. The um, sin spiral that went on. And then, there. by the way, on top of that, he covered it up. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't doing anything about it, including even talking to God about it. As right. far as he was concerned, he got away with it. Mm-hmm. And then Nathan goes to him and says, uh, what would you do if? Right. And, and David said, oh, I, that guy should be killed and put to death. And Nathan says, you're the guy. That's you. Look in the mirror. That's you. And David immediately, you know, melts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Uh, yes, I've been carrying this heaviness, mm-hmm. this burden. Um, and... Yes, I've experienced this, and I'm heavy-hearted, and I'm so sorry. And his his, his uh, baby from Bathsheba dies, by the way, uh, mm-hmm. and he's sorrowful for that. Uh, and um, he knows that he's he's come against God, and that um, he's anxious, fearful, and worried about uh, what does this mean for me? Right. Uh, because I know what I've done. Okay. Now read. Read what he says in uh, Isaiah 51, or excuse me, Psalm 51, uh, 10 to 19. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me with the willing spirit. Then I will teach transgressors your ways and sinners will return to you. Deliver me from blood guiltiness, O God, O God of my salvation, and my tongue will sing aloud of your righteousness. O Lord, open my lips and my mouth will declare your praise, for you will not delight in sacrifice or would I, or I would give it. 
you will not be pleased with the burnt offering. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, O God, you will not despise. Do good to Zion in your good pleasure. Build up the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will delight in right, then will you delight in right sacrifices and burnt offerings and whole burnt offerings. Then bulls will be offered on your altar. Yeah. Uh, so what does he uh, pray for and, uh, and look to God to deliver? Well, first and foremost, he, he prays for God to purify his heart, yeah. you know, for him to, to show him what is there that needs to be purified and to walk him into righteousness again. Yeah. And restore to me what? The joy of my salvation. Right. Is, um, I understand what I've done, mm-hmm. but I also know who you are. Right. Uh, and even with the severity of what I've done and the problems that I've caused, um, I'm coming to you to restore to me back the life of salvation and mm-hmm. all these things that I've messed up, you know, may you make them all work out for good because you have that power and I can return to joy and shalom mm-hmm. uh, as uh, I walk with you. And you don't, you're not looking for the form of it. And that's why we're, we're trying to really help people understand this is a heart thing not a, a a set of to-dos. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's practical things to assist it, it, but it's about, do you have a heart to say, I'm in trouble? Mm-hmm. Um, it could be that we even caused the trouble or we haven't, we haven't yet gone to God yet. Uh, and we say, now I'm willing to come with a contrite heart. I look to you to restore the issue, mm-hmm. resolve the issue and give me back the joy of walking with you, which is what David said. Mm, uh, yeah. Give me, give me back that joy because you will restore it. Um, and I trust it and I believe it. That's why I'm coming to you even here. Instead of me living in pain, I'm going to, I'm going to mm-hmm. come back and live in joy. Why? Because of you. Uh, you see, see how beautiful that is. <clears throat> right. Right. And I love even, you know, restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me with a willing spirit. And I know some translations say, grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. And even just that humility of coming under and knowing even to walk through all of this, I need you to strengthen me to be able to stay with you, God. And so just that complete humility of this is, I can't do this on my own. I need you to do this, but I know you will. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, let's go to uh, Ezekiel uh, 39, 25 to 29. Ezekiel 39, 25 to 29. Okay. Therefore, thus says the Lord God, now I will restore the fortunes of Jacob and have mercy on the whole house of Israel, and I will be jealous for my holy name. They shall forget their shame and all their treachery they have practiced, practiced against me when they dwell securely in their land with none to make them afraid. When I've brought them back from the peoples and gathered them from their enemies' lands and through them have vindicated my holiness in the sight of many nations, then they shall know that I am the Lord their God because I sent them into exile among the nations and then assembled them into their own land. I will will leave none of them remaining among the nations anymore and I will not hide my face anymore from them when I pour out my spirit upon the house of Israel, declares the Lord. Yeah. So um, he says, uh, yeah, I know, <laughs> uh, you've walked away, you have problems here mm-hmm. in the world and you're stressful, anxious and worried, understand that. Uh, my promise, if you have a heart to follow me now, is I'll restore 
your fortunes. Mm -hmm. uh, everything that you've lost, I'm going to give back to you, and and then you'll know what that I'm. I'm God says that I'm your what? I'm your God. That I'm your God. Uh, yeah. You'll know that. How would you know that? And by the way, everyone around you will know it too. Exactly. You know, it says in the sight of many nations, you know, it will be a witness. How would you know that? Well, because he's done it. Oh, he the resolution it. is there. <laughs> yeah, he actually did it. See that um, he understands we live in uh, a life of natural world that has circumstances that is troublesome mm -hmm. and they need resolution. Um, he said, you'll know that I'm God when I restore, resolve, uh, give you answers mm -hmm. to this in reality. Right. Because then you'll know that it's not hypothetical. I'm really who I say I am. This I, is who, yeah, I am yeah. who I say I am and I'll do what I'll say I'll do. Yeah. Uh, and so you, you, you know, again, the admonition of, well, I guess, and this is where people wind up and I've had, I've had a lot of situations even lately where people said, uh, I'm in trouble. And I said, well, where are you? And what is your, what is your circle saying to you? Right. And they're saying, well, I guess this is God's will that I experience this trouble and I'm going to have it. And I said, mm. I said, I, I don't, I don't support that. Mm -hmm. um, I know you have trouble uh, and God hasn't removed you from that trouble, but I know he'll resolve it because uh, mm -hmm. he promises. And guess what? When you do, you'll know that he's God. Right. Uh, right. How, how cool is that? See, and if he doesn't, then what are you left with? Well, maybe I guess everything is just in the natural and I'm right. stuck with a difficult place and, and well, I got a ticket to heaven. No, mm -hmm. uh, it's the power of God that can be delivered now that you know that you know that you know that God is going to deliver the covenant because he's superior to the stuff that you have, even when you cost it. Right. You said, yeah, I know you caught you actually, in this case, I know you cost it. I actually added to it. I, I actually right. spread you further. Yeah. Now well, and, repented, and God is go. a teacher at heart. You look at Hebrews 12 and you, you see the, the teacher heart um, for sure behind him. And he will use situations that we have gotten ourselves into yeah. to teach us and draw us to himself and reveal himself more. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and he says this uh, uh, in a different way. Go to uh, Jeremiah 31, uh, 31 to 35. Jeremiah 31, 31 to 35. Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah, not like the covenant that I made with their fathers on the day when I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt, my covenant that they broke, though I was their husband, declares the Lord. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, declares the Lord. I will put my law within them and I will write it on their hearts. I will be their God and they shall be my people. And no longer shall each one teach his neighbor and each his brother saying, know the Lord, for they shall all know me from the least of them to the greatest declares the Lord, for I will forgive their iniquity and I will remember their sin no more. Thus says the Lord who gives the sun for light by day and the fixed order of the moon and the stars for light by night, who stirs up the sea so that its waves roar. The Lord of hosts is his name. Yes. Beautiful, uh, beautiful reading. Um, so he says, um, my covenant, I remember the covenant, which still exists, is I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. Mm -hmm. Okay, the covenant is an agreement. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, God says, I'm ready to deliver the covenant all the time, every time. Uh, now, your, your requirement is you have, you have to follow me. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't deliver it when you're walking away on yourself, away from the kingdom of God, deciding your own will, because then you're going to ask me to uh, do what you want. And I right. can't do that because I'm sovereign. And by the way, I know more than you and I understand more than mm-hmm. you and I see what's around the corner. And I'm the only one that can deliver you. The, you can't deliver it yourself, interesting enough. Right. Um, and, and I talk to people a lot about, a lot about this. Um, I said, think about what you've been doing over the last months and years. You're trying, you're trying to, to receive blessings. Right. And chasing the blessing. Everybody, everybody, everybody wants it. Everybody wants uh, bounty. Everybody wants Mm -hmm. freedom. Everybody wants good things to happen. And however they've defined it. Um, And you're working toward that. You're moving toward Mm -hmm. that. That's what the world is built on. Uh, Well, I say you've been trying to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, Is it, is it effective? (laughs) No. No. Uh, no, not really. And by the way, um, it's not about wealth because uh, a lot of people that uh, I'm talking to are wealthy. Right. That, that doesn't do it. Yeah. Uh, interesting enough, a lot of times it brings them more trouble mm-hmm. uh, because they've spread themselves too thin. They're invested in too many things. They got too much stuff going on. They're trying to get their business even more. Uh, mm-hmm. And as uh, I think I said this uh, statement before, when uh, Rockefeller, who was uh, Standard Oil back in the early 1900s, one of the wealthiest people on earth, <clears throat> how much money do you need? He a said, little bit more. A little bit more. <laughs> uh, so we're chasing it. And, you know, is that effective? Well, not really. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because uh, as you're doing that, you're not in a position to receive it from God. And God says, you're part of the covenant mm-hmm. is you got to be willing to walk with me so that I can give it to you. Um, okay. Right. Now, now he says, I'm going to add to the ingredients of the covenant. And what does he say? I'm going to put myself in you. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to, don't you love the, think about the grace and the mercy of that because it, you know, it's hard enough for us to walk with him. Yeah. You know, and you think about old Testament, but the fact that he literally put himself, put the Holy spirit inside us so that we truly can't take a step without him. If we simply fix our eyes, right? Yeah, I mean, that, that's an incredible blessing and grace and mercy, knowing that we are incapable without that. Yes. Uh, you know, and this is what, uh, and this is going back to the uh, sacred assembly and, and jumpstarting this is that, See, he's already inside. And usually, you know, uh, mm-hmm. I'm talking to uh, believers. If I'm talking to an unbeliever, by the way, uh, which I do, uh, is, um, yeah, I know you're struggling. Um, I know uh, the God that I have in me uh, resolves things. Would you like mm-hmm. to know him? Uh, let me help you understand that. Um, because until then, that, that they're not going to get that. But a believer already has Christ within him. So I say, um, I know you're struggling. Mm-hmm. I know you don't trust God. Um, I understand all that. Uh, but you have Christ within you. Um, would you be willing to be made willing? Mm-hmm. And that is, you don't even have to 
fully do it on your own, the Holy Spirit within you will draw you to the place of of walking with him if you have a heart to go. Right. Do you have a heart? Are you willing to be made willing? And and now even then, uh, a lot of people say, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Because they're so upset, wondering how come God didn't take care of it already. Mm-hmm. Uh, so why would I want to go do that? Or I've been hurt by the church or I've been hurt. And by they're a- having trust issues that they are putting on God that yes. a lot of times have come from people. <laughs> yeah. And looking at Christians and other Christians mm-hmm. say, well, they're not trustworthy either. Um, okay. So uh, he says, well, the new covenant is I'm going to put myself in you and I'm going to draw you to respond to my instruction mm-hmm. that keeps you with me so that I can deliver to you the covenant. And so all you right. got to do is be willing to be made willing. So what I say is this, um, I know where you stand and I know it's difficult for you. Would you, and, I, and the way I phrase it is this way, would you be willing to try this for a month? Mm-hmm. Um, just have a heart to be willing to be made willing uh, and let me, uh, with the sacred assembly that I'm providing you, let me help you with process Right. So that you can see that God will resolve it um, and mm. will give you an answer, just like we're reading here, that you will receive the divine nature, that God can restore the joy of your salvation, that he's going to restore your fortunes, that he's going to place within himself, within you, himself, the power to be a recipient of the covenant. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you be willing to do that? And again, most of the time they say, well, Yes, um, and I and I always say, well, uh, why would you not? I mean, and if it mm-hmm. doesn't, and I said, if it's not real uh, in thirty days, if it's not real in thirty days, tell me to go jump in a lake and go back to your, <laughs> go back to your crummy life. That's okay with me. Um, why don't you be willing to mm-hmm. try it out? To try it. If you're willing to be made willing, guess what? The Spirit works within you. Right. He starts to to uh, reveal to you, I am going to resolve this, starts to give mm-hmm. you hope. And 30 days later, and this is universal. Now remember, 30 days is abiding. And we've, we've, we've talked about it. It's not, mm-hmm. okay, I'll just sit here and wait for 30 yeah. days. and then, But it is uh, staying in dialogue with God throughout learning, this learning time. learning to walk with yeah. him. What do you have to say about this? What are you speaking mm-hmm. to my heart? And literally... Literally in 30 days, if you do that every day, and we just say 20 minutes a day, mm-hmm. in 30 days, you will understand, oh, you know what? This is true. Right. I'm going I'm to stay with this. Now, are you there yet? No. But there's a, there's, God has done enough to demonstrate to you that I'm, I'm going to do this for you. And you can, mm-hmm. try, you can begin to trust me, stay with me longer. And because you're so encouraged... Yeah, I'll stay with them longer. And then, hey, by the way, it gets resolved. And we just talked about, hey, when you when it gets resolved, what does it do for your heart? It 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 gives you that confidence of his nature that, wow, look at that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Absolutely. You know, it's beautiful. Uh, and then he says this um, in, in another, and this is a verse we all, we all know, but um, we got to read the whole thing. Uh, go to Jeremiah 29, uh, 10 through 14. You know, we just read usually 11. I know the plans I have for you, but, but read the whole mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, I love this. Um, for thus says the Lord, when 70 years are completed for Babylon, I will, vi- I will visit you and I will fulfill to you my promise 
and bring you back to this place. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me and I will hear you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with your whole heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and I will restore the fortunes, restore your fortunes and gather you from all the nations and all the places where I have driven you, declares the Lord. And I will bring you back to the place from which I sent you into exile. Yeah. So um, he says that um, what I'm going to do is, first of all, I have plans for you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, plans, thoughts. Uh, my way for you is for a hope and a mm -hmm. future. <clears throat> uh, and the word, remember the word hope isn't our word hope, which I hope it works out. I wish it works right, out. Right, it's not a wish for, yeah. Uh, plans for certainty that I will fulfill to you my future mm -hmm. of goodness, not to harm you, mm -hmm. but, to, but to do what? I'm going to restore yes. your fortunes. And I'll restore your heart. I'll restore your fellowship. I'm gonna do it. Why? Because that's that's my that's my plan. Mm -hmm. It's absolute. The covenant is absolute. I'm gonna do this. Um, you can count on it. Um, mm -hmm. uh, now he says the key is you you daughter son have to do what? What does it say? To seek, to ah. call upon him, to pray to him, to seek him. Um, you got to come seek me. Uh, mm -hmm. You're going to find me and you're going to find and see the find me is bigger. It's a bigger thought than just, well, okay, great. Um, uh, yes, I'm with God. He says, you're, you're going to find that who I am is absolute and I'm a deliverer mm -hmm. of the covenant because my plans for you are for a hope and a future and I'm going to mm -hmm. restore you. Right. You'll find that. You're, that's what you're going to find out. And then we just went, remember we read, when you do, you will know what? That I'm the Lord, I am, God. <laughs> I, am your, I am your God that cares about you. Mm -hmm. And I have the power to deliver it. Uh, and mm -hmm. so he says, uh, you really begin to do that and understand, uh, do you believe that God has good plans for you? You know, and usually right. the, the, when you're in the middle of anxiety and fear, the answer is, I don't think so. <laughs> right. Uh, I know. I know. But let's go learn this. Because mm -hmm. he says he does. Now he says he does. We just have to experience that he does. So right. would, you, would you be willing to be made willing and, and continue to go and seek this? And I'm telling you, because it's happened to me, um, that I can, I can assure you that it will happen for you. Stay with it a little bit longer. Stay with it a little mm -hmm. bit longer uh, because of that. Um, and then uh, just to uh, kind of highlight this, uh, this, is a, this is a cool little story uh, that just has a, a cool a meaning to it. Go to Matthew 12, uh, 9 to 14, as he's trying to illustrate something to us. Okay. <clears throat> he went on from there and entered their synagogue. And a man was there with a withered hand. And they asked him, is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath so that they might accuse him? He said to them, which one of you has a sheep? If it falls, which one of you who has a sheep, if it falls into the pit, on, into a pit on the Sabbath will not take hold of it and lift it out of how much more value is a man than a sheep. So, it, so it is lawful to do good on the Sabbath. Then he said to the man, stretch out your hand. And the man stretched it out and it was restored healthy like the other, but the Pharisees went out and conspired against him how to destroy him. Yeah. Uh, so, um, 
you know, they're basically saying, um, well, yeah, is it really, you know, uh, you're supposed to be healing, particularly on the Sabbath. That's against the, our rule. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, you know, is healing really uh, important? And is it really powerful? And is it really uh, absolute? Uh, Jesus said, well, um, if you have a sheep, mm -hmm. and he's saying even on the Sabbath, you have a sheep that falls into a hole, what do you do? You don't just leave it there and say, I'll be back in a couple of days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do you do? You go, you go take care of it. Mm -hmm. He said, um, now, do you understand that's a natural response? Mm -hmm. um, you got a problem. Your sheep fell in a hole. What do you do? You go take care of it. Right. Okay. Now he says, my ability to restore and heal is that way, which is mm -hmm. what? You got a problem. You're my sheep and you just fell into a hole. Right. What is my heart? My heart is to restore and to heal. When? Now. See, right now. <laughs> um, I'm, not, uh, I'm not saying to you, well, tough luck. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, I, hope, I hope you figure it out. I hope you can get out of that hole yourself. Uh, you know, do really, really good. Uh, or read my Bible and just do those things. Mm -hmm. uh, it's um, it's natural. That's why he gives mm -hmm. this illustration. It's natural when you have a problem because you're my sheep and now you have fallen into a problem. Mm -hmm. Which, by the way, um, as a shepherd, he says, what happens to sheep? There's holes everywhere. Right. Yeah, they right. fall into holes all the time. Um, so I, I don't... Eliminate the holes. Mm -hmm. What I do is rescue them from the holes. Mm -hmm. um, that's my heart for you. So you can trust me that I know you got the problem. Um, I'm aware of this problem. Let me let me resolve it. And because of free will, and which is a little bit different than than just pure sheep, uh, is there is a requirement, and that's the requirement is you have to be willing to be made willing to let me come and take you out of that hole. Because mm -hmm. why? I can resolve that problem. Now you can say no. I'll do it myself. He said, okay, I'll let you. Uh, it won't work out. Right. And you'll stay in fear, worry, and anxiety. And I can't fix that or resolve it. The only thing I can do is if you have a heart is to let me come and resolve it. When I do, you'll start to realize I don't need to be anxious anymore. And the more mm -hmm. that you practice that, the life that is typically going to be uh, uh, characterized by worry, fear, and anxiety all the time. Do we do we start there? Yes, but we quickly move past it to oh well, God's going to take care of it. Oh, God's going to take mm -hmm. care of it, and I don't live there. I don't stay there, and that's why I can live a life of joy in the middle of a difficult right. place. So, do you see how beautiful that story is? Is that it is? Yeah, it's really natural for me to do that, and uh, I want to, you know, and that's that's the right. cool thing. Well, and us learning to just come to him right away. And I think about when my kids were toddlers and just different stories, you know, I can picture um, the boys doing, you know, an activity or something and playing in their rooms and something would go awry and they don't quite come to me right away, yeah. you know, and, and they continue to try to fix it. That's and right. eventually I can, by the I time can, I, I, I can, I can exactly mom, picture that. I, I can remember me like, uh-oh. Uh, right? We got we got to fix it. 
and so then when you walk in when you walk into what it was that they tried to fix um you know all of what has to transpire then to to clean it up if if they could just quickly come to me versus one of my favorite stories of caleb when he was little um we were we were fish babysitting for a neighbor across the street and so we had this fish in the boy's bedroom and somehow or another, I don't know what went on with he and Joshua that day, but somehow or another, they knocked the fish tank off Ooh. of, yes, <laughs> off of, the, this is the neighbor's fish that we're trying desperately not to kill, knocked the fish tank off and the fish had come, had fallen out and yeah. was under the bed. And so he couldn't even reach it. The fish was under the bed, the water's everywhere. But fortunately, Caleb had developed enough trust in us. And this is, I think this is kind of a fun example, enough trust in us that he didn't try to go fix it himself in that moment. He runs downstairs and he says, daddy fish, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was it, daddy fish, uh-oh. Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> and that was, that was all the words he had for it. He didn't know how to explain it fully. He couldn't even understand really what he had done, but he knew he had made a mess and he knew coming to his father was the place that that uh-oh could be fixed and if we can learn to have that toddler faith of the daddy fish uh-oh you know and to come to him and trust that rather than trying to do it himself to come to the father first that is a trustworthy place to get the help and the restoration yeah, you know? yeah. and that's the uh, you know you're describing even you take that further you know did dan uh just say well i'm teaching you a lesson so i'm not going to come help you <laughs> Not a no, bit. He no. ran up the stairs no, to help with the okay, daddy fish out. <laughs> See, the heart, the heart of a father, the heart of a mother is, uh, okay, you got an issue, and, you, and you're coming mm -hmm. to me uh, with some uh, a desire to help me resolve it, which, by the mm -hmm. way, uh, usually between a child and a parent, a parent, a parent can do more than the kid. Right. Uh, well, let me, let me come and help you that. Um, See, that's God's heart, is that mm -hmm. it's natural for me, when you have an issue, it's just natural for me to pull you out of that hole. Um, right. You right. would. You would. You think I'm not going to? I want to. Uh, now, in this mm -hmm. case, again, it takes a heart to follow because, uh, and again, it's just start the process. Uh, that's mm -hmm. why That's why when we go back to the sacred assembly, uh, we can jumpstart that because we might need some assistance around us or we can be the assistance for others to say, you know what, I understand where you are and it's heavy and it's hard. Uh, let me walk with you and, and be willing to let God do this and I'll show mm -hmm. you that this is true. Um, and that's what we're trying to say is, is be encouraged, uh, don't quit, it's natural. And God said, I'm gonna mm -hmm. restore the joy of your salvation. I'll restore your fortunes. I'll give you uh, my promises that will take you out of this corrupt world, uh, trust me. Um, so mm -hmm. as we finish this piece of it, uh, you know, just understand that as we walk further into it, that we, and these are verses we would urge you to go back and meditate on of, do you believe and understand that God says, I am going to resolve this uh, mm -hmm. and, and get that uh, through your abiding and ask him to demonstrate that to ask them to, yeah. to uh, re give you revelation that yes, this is so and confirm that in your heart, which then will go into uh uh, the rest of it as we are, are now going to step into uh, next week into the aspect of uh, the specifics of what's the process now look like to us to receive 
this restoration, mm-hmm. knowing that he's going to, and that's and that's the issue. Right. Uh, so we'll do that. And tomorrow, by the way, we have uh, uh, guest uh, Lyndon Preston uh, Pitts. Uh, no, sorry, that oh, was last no, week. No, no, Anna uh, and Reagan. We I have believe, uh, are this week, Anna, right? Anna and Reagan. Uh, your daughter and her friend are going to share teenagers mm-hmm. who learn to abide and, and discern God's will, and that's really a beautiful story including the story about uh, overcoming anxiety. So uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, uh, learn, go tomorrow and, and learn them. And then Friday, we have uh, good times, uh, good times, good end times Friday. <laughs> um, and then we'll pick this up again uh, next Monday as we go deeper into now the process of, of uh, receiving God's restoration. So we'll get into the details of that. So absolutely looking forward to it. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for joining us, everyone. Um, As I'm looking at our sets right now, I just have to point out something, Rich. We have two of the most Christmas-oriented families represented on this podcast, and there is not a single Christmas decoration on our set because we are taping ahead of time. I think we need to rectify that. (laughs) So we're going to have to do something about that for next week. uh, We'll get get our... uh our spouses on that, right? (laughs) Yes. Right. (laughs) That's right. Anyway, thank you so much for joining us, everyone. We are looking forward to continuing this journey with you all. Have a great evening and know that God has restoration and hope for you. Amen. We'll see you uh, tomorrow. Sounds great. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.